What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Tapper, and I'm here with Wolf Blitzer uh, and our panel, and we're talking about this moment in history uh, we are expecting any moment Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to bring up the articles of impeachment. We assume as of now that there will be a vote to acquit President Trump. As of r- right now, it looks as though the votes are basically 52 Republican senators will all vote to acquit President Trump and 47 Democratic senators and one Republican senator, Mitt Romney, will vote to remove President Trump from office. That's on the first article of impeachment. R- Mitt Romney Uh, will be the first U.S. senator in the history of the United States to vote to remove from office a president from his same party. Uh, And uh, let's bring in our panel. Uh, Jeff Tubin. before uh, we heard from uh, Mitch McConnell, we were wondering how uh, the Democrats, there were two Democrats that had not announced how they were going to vote, Kirsten Sinema uh, from Red, Arizona, uh, and Joe Manchin from Red, West Virginia, how they were going to vote. And they are both voting to convict and remove President Trump uh, are you surprised? Well, um, yeah, I am a little surprised, actually. I, and, I, and I'm certainly surprised uh, by the way Mitt Romney I- expressed himself. I think if you compare, you know, the, the three impeachment processes of our lifetime, the, the 70s uh, with Nixon, the, the uh, Clinton in the late 90s, and now, you see the decline, the, the rise of partisanship. The, in, in each of the, uh, of the impeachments, you have fewer defections from one party to the other. I mean, it was in the House uh, in the House. House, um, And you you saw it was Republicans who essentially forced Nixon's resignation. Uh, The famous meeting where uh, Barry Goldwater, Hugh Scott and John Rhodes went to the went to the president. Uh, Here we are talking about bipartisanship because one out of 100 senators is voting against his party. And I think that is indicative of uh, the nature of the partisan world. Hold on one second. second, There will be two roll calls, one on each article of impeachment. But Manu Raju is up on Capitol Hill getting some more information. Uh, Manu, as we await the start of this formal procedure on the Senate floor, what are you learning? Yeah, we expect all Democrats to actually vote to convict the president on both charges. That after Joe Manchin uh, just made his announcement, the West Virginia Democrat, that he would vote to convict the president on both obstruction of Congress and abuse of power. He had not said what he would do up until a few moments ago. And then Christian Sinema, the Arizona Democrat, also who just uh, won a, an election, her first race uh, in 2018, announced that she also would vote to convict the president on both charges. And uh, there have been some questions earlier about Doug Jones, the Alabama Democrat, him too, also 
will vote to convict. So this is going to be straight party line. The Democrats are going to vote uh, in uh, with their party to remove the president on both charges. Of course, as you guys have been mentioning, Mitt Romney making that surprise announcement of being the one senator in this entire body who will break ranks. And talking to a number of Republican senators, the question has been whether or not there'll be any retribution for him whatsoever. And most Republicans are saying there simply will not be, that he's a senator that could do essentially what he wants. It's up to his constituents to vote him back into office. So they don't expect any retribution within the Senate Republican conference. They do say they say that ultimately that's going to be up to the voters. We'll see how the president reacts, but they're not going to do anything to push him out. Certainly him, of course, being a former presidential nominee of this party. But a lot of these Republicans, guys, are surprised. Some of them are saying they're disappointed by Mitt Romney's decision, but him being the one senator in this entire body planning to break ranks. So we'll see this 52-48 vote on on abuse of power. Thank you, Manu. Let's listen to date. On this article of impeachment, 47 senators have pronounced Donald John Trump, President of the United States, guilty as charged. 53 senators have pronounced him not guilty as charged. Two-thirds of the senators present not having pronounced him guilty. The Senate adjudges that respondent Donald John Trump, President of the United States, is not guilty as charged in the second article of impeachment. The presiding officer directs judgment to be entered in accordance with the judgment of the Senate as follows. The Senate, having tried Donald John Trump, President of the United States, upon two articles of impeachment exhibited against him by the House of Representatives, and two-thirds of the senators present not having found him guilty of the charges contained therein, it is therefore ordered and adjudged that the said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby, acquitted of the charges in said articles. And there it is. President Trump has been acquitted. The Senate uh, requires a two-thirds supermajority vote to remove a president. And in this case, uh, majorities voted to acquit President Trump of both articles of impeachment. A big historical moment. This has only happened three other times, one in 1868, one time in the late 90s, 1999, And today, a president has been acquitted and will not be removed from office. Wolf? It's a 52-48 on abuse of power. Uh, Mitt Romney, the only Republican who voted in favor of uh, abuse of power, but he he voted against obstruction of Congress. The final vote was 53-47. It has been a long process. It has been uh, difficult and partisan. Let's talk with our experts here about what we just witnessed. And Jeffrey Tubin, uh, let me start with you. I suppose we always knew there were never going to be 67 votes to remove President Trump from office, but it is a historical moment. And what is unusual about this impeachment in particular is that the underlying facts are still in dispute. That wasn't in dispute with um, with the uh, Bill Clinton's impeachment and the whole Monica Lewinsky matter. But here, uh, because there were no witnesses and because the House did a no, no new, new witnesses, new witnesses yeah. and the House did a truncated investigation, we are still learning what really went on between the United States and Ukraine. And I expect that will be going on for some time which uh, certainly there is a legal resolution of this matter here. I mean, the, the president is acquitted and that's the way it's going to stay. But history's resolution is going to be very is, is going to be is unresolved. I don't know if it's going to be different, but it is unresolved both politically and mm-hmm. factually. What really went on here? We don't know yet. And George Conway, uh, Mitt Romney, the only Republican in the Senate to vote 
in favor of removing President Trump from office. He, he's talked about feeling sometimes as though uh, he was on another universe, in another universe than his Republican colleagues when the facts were presented. You're a conservative attorney, and I suspect uh, that you have similar, you can relate to that emotion, the idea of being in a different universe than your Republican friends. Absolutely. And, and the verdict of history is going to be on Mitt Romney's side. And talking about a different universe, I was struck by not so much the vote, which we all expected, but by Senator McConnell's speech just before the vote, where he talked about he attacked the impeachment as a violation of norms. Where he said that the people who were who were supporting the impeachment were attacking institutions until they get their way. What universe is that from? That's what that's Donald Trump's signature. It's his modus operandi. He's defending Trump by attacking the Democrats for precisely what Trump has done for three years, attacking people in his own government, attacking the bureaucracy, attacking his own appointees, attacking the Justice Department, attacking the, you know, attacking the entire system by which we have a trial. It, it is absolutely just remarkable what has been sacrificed here, in addition to the senatorial oaths, which, which, as I remarked earlier, mean impartial justice, which means you do the same thing, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, black, white, whatever. In addition to that, truth has taken a beating here. And reality has taken a beating here. And I know we're going to lose you in a few moments, so I just want to ask you one other follow, which is, you think history will be on the side of Mitt Absolutely. Romney. Absolutely. How can you be confident in I'm that? I'm confident for, because the evidence was... I, I beg to differ a little with, with, with Jeff. I, I don't think the evidence was disputed in any material way. And the evidence will keep coming out. This was an investigation that hasn't gone on for very long. I mean, what, what scandal or what criminal investigation that you know of is only three or four months old where you know so much? And that, what that tells us is there's just a mountain of evidence yet to come because not all the evidence did come out. The White House saw to it that it didn't came out. In fact, I think there was a there was something on on another network where where Senator Romney said that right. he wanted to get an affidavit to help the White House. An affidavit. He threw another individual. He asked the White House, "Can you please get affidavits right. from John Bolton and Mick Mulvaney?" So I have some reason right. to believe your point of view. Uh, provide me with exculpatory information, and they never did. Think about damning what these men have to say if they wouldn't even provide that affidavit. Let's go over to Caitlin Collins over at the White House. Uh, Caitlin, first of all, any reaction, uh, any word whether or not we're going to hear directly from the president of the United States who was found not guilty on both of these articles of impeachment? Well, if we're still keeping an eye on the president's Twitter feed, we are expecting to hear from him at some point. But when and how still seems to be up in the air. We should note that this is obviously the outcome the White House wanted. But, Wolf, this is not how they thought they were going to get it. All day long, you were hearing from the president's top advisors that they believed it was going to be a bipartisan vote to acquit President Trump. And, of course, you saw Mitt Romney there denying them that by voting yes on that first article of impeachment, the article alleging the president of abusing uh, the power that he has by being president. And you heard from the vice president, Mike Pence, just this afternoon, Kellyanne Conway, and even the national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, all today predicting that this vote was going to be bipartisan. And of course, they have since been denied that, at least as it comes on the first article of impeachment. But regardless, the president will be happy with this outcome. We're waiting to see how he does respond. Caitlin, stand by. You know, Gloria, this is a, let's not forget, this is history unfolding only the third time in American history. We've seen something like this, a president of the United States uh, be impeached by the House of Representatives, but then acquitted in the U.S. Senate. 
And, you know, while at the outside of this, and we've all at this table lived through this for the last weeks, uh, we have known what the final outcome was going to be. I think that the pro- going through this process was important. And it was important because you could hear from the House managers about their case and the case they were making to the United States Senate, even though they knew they were going to lose. And they brought it all there. And then you heard uh, from the White House and the senators sat there for hours and hours and hours without their phones, without their staff. And obviously, this was a largely partisan uh, decision in the end. Uh, But I think the Mitt Romney decision and the speech that Mitt Romney made is something that'll go down in history. I think it is you cannot underestimate how difficult it is for someone to go against his own party and be the only person doing it and his own president. A very important historic chapter closes today with those two votes. Uh, But the debate over this, we're just now going into the next chapter, which is how does it play out in a presidential election year? How does it play out uh, with the president's mood? And we expect to hear from the president. His campaign says he has been totally vindicated. The House Speaker, of course, says you are impeached forever. Uh, that is the debate that will go on with the American people through this election year and beyond. And to, to Jeffrey's point and the point George was making earlier, uh, you know, the president has been acquitted by the United States Senate. Double jeopardy does not apply in politics. And so as the new revelations come out, whether it's the Bolton book, whether it's the new emails uh, or Vivian Salamo CNN reporting on today, that do shed new light on the controversies here. Uh, Nancy Pelosi in her house, Jerry Nadler saying today, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, they're going to subpoena John Bolton. That's risky for the Democrats. It is risky because it's T-ball for Trump politically to say this is gratuitous, this is all political. But, but it's also risky for all these senators who just voted on the president's side as this new information comes out. So we should pause and reflect on the history of today. In the context of impeachment, this is over, but it's not over. Absolutely not. Uh, And and Laura Coates, uh, Hillary Clinton just did a tweet as the president's impeachment trial began. Republican senators pledged an oath to defend the Constitution. Today, 52 of them voted to betray that oath on all of us. We're entering dangerous territory for our democracy, Hillary Clinton writes. It'll take all of us working together to restore it. So this is not the end of it. Well, no. And of course, the dangerous territory she's speaking of is partly what Mitch McConnell was talking about. He called it a precedent-breaking impeachment. Now, he meant that to a nerve to his benefit. But in reality, think about what happens to the next president who will face impeachment, who is not certain that acquittal is on the other side of this entire endeavor. What about the precedent that's been set now for that person who really can't call witnesses, to try to be um, have exculpatory evidence come in, to try to support the argument about there being a benefit of the doubt. And, you know, Mitch, I mean, Mitt Romney, it wasn't just that he's a Republican who has gone against the party, because arguably he doesn't believe he's in the same party as Trump, number one, but also the issue of it's what he was saying. Number one, he just was dismissive of that Dershowitz argument, the idea that the idea of the founding father said, I have to have an actual list that's codified before I can find abuse of power. He rejected it. He talked about Hunter Biden saying it may be unsavory to have you use your father's name that way, but it's not a crime. Exonerating that the the all of the the hype that was made from the uh, the Trump defense team about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And then he talked about the idea of the reason we can't wait till an election is because the Constitution wanted it to be in the hands of the Senate. They wanted to remove what was going to be partisan from the voters Mm -hmm. in all of those ways. He didn't just reject 
one theory of the Republican Party. He blew it all away, and in support, he believes, of his oath. And I think those three things are going to be what actually represents his legacy in the future and what will undermine the Republican or, or the Democrats' endeavor in the future to impeach a president under this standard. And Senator Santorum, uh, not only uh, do you, did you anticipate that this was going to be the result that President Trump was going to be fully acquitted, uh, they didn't even come close to supermajorities. In fact, majorities of the Senate voted to acquit President Trump on each count, each of the two counts. Not only did you anticipate that, you would have voted to acquit him as well. I would have. And uh, I respect that people could look at these sets, sets of situations and look at the law. In other words, look at what the constitutional standard is, as happened in 1999. And people said, you know, uh, even if we accept the facts, which, again, the facts were not in much dispute in 1999. Some people said, yes, this rises to the level of impeachment. I mean, conviction, some said not. And and I it, people can come to different conclusions. But the idea that that Mitt Romney's, you know, uh, decision was dispositive, I just don't think it is. And you know, Nancy Pelosi's right. And, uh, Donald Trump has will be forever impeached. But Bill Clinton will remind you that Donald Trump will be forever acquitted. And 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 that acquittal uh has meant a lot more to Bill Clinton, I think, in the end than 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 the than the impeachment. And I think that will be the case here. I think Donald Trump is going to get reelected, uh, which will even make that acquittal much more demonstrative and the impeachment less important. So and one other final point, because we talk about the, the, the partisanship. We've now gone through what four impeachments and not once has a Democrat ever crossed his party. They didn't cross his party this time, didn't in cross the, the, in the Senate in the Senate and didn't cross it. in, in even in, in, in the Nixon uh, thing, I mean, they, they all were against Nixon, even in the Johnson uh, impeachment. They were all for Johnson. So, I mean, if there, there have been crossovers, but it's always been Republican. Interesting thought. Uh, Nia. No, I, you know, good historical context from uh, Rick Santorum. The big question being, I think, for Donald Trump, what does this mean for uh, his reelection? He is the first president to, to seek reelection uh, with this hanging over his head. Nancy Pelosi, interestingly enough, said that she, does, she doesn't think that uh, impeachment will actually really matter in 2020, that it, it'll ride on, on 2020. For those individual senators, possibly, you think about Susan Collins, who's up for reelection, people like Cory Gardner, uh, who everyone was looking at to see what they would do. Uh, you know, in some ways, you compare what they did to what Mitt Romney did, right? And some of these folks are going to face a pretty tough re-election. They've got tough Democratic uh, candidates. So within that context, uh, that'll be interesting to watch. And, and Mitt Romney, listen, we came into this thing thinking that we knew what was going to happen, how these folks would vote. This was a bit of a surprise fr from Mitt Romney, uh, who has a reputation sometimes of going with his party, sometimes bucking his party, but powerful statement here, wrapping his decision uh, in in the language of religion to a party, again, mm -hmm. that thinks about religion and where white evangelicals hold, hold a lot of sway. And if we're wondering what President Trump's response yeah. is going to be, you might remember last year somebody created that meme on Twitter of uh, President Trump running for re-election re not only in 2024, but 2028, 2032, 24. <laughs> like he, he, uh, th that it, and it goes on forever. There it is. Here it is. And this is what President Trump just tweeted again the moment mm -hmm. that he's acquitted. He's retweeting this meme, this tweeting this meme of President Trump not only running, winning re-election in 2024, but forever, Trumpism forever. Right. So if, you, if anybody would think yeah. that he's been chastened or humbled by, at not being at the only, only right. the third president in history and the only one to have uh, had votes for removal that were bipartisan, well, it's quite the Yeah, country. and what does this mean for his behavior, right? Does like he... Yeah. Well, yeah. but... but the, I'm there forever. I think you know, there, there are Republican senators who voted for acquittal 
uh, because they thought there was no misconduct here, that the phone call was perfect or close to it. And that, to me, is an intellectually honest position. Mm -hmm. What really uh, amazes me is the John Thunes, the Susan Collins, who say, the president has learned his lesson. (laughs) No, he has not. No, he has not. He is going to do this again. He he said he will do it again. And the idea that there is some chastening here is absurd. Well, certainly his Twitter feed would suggest that you're right, Jeffrey. President Trump has now been acquitted by the U.S. Senate on both articles of impeachment, both on abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. We're going to squeeze in a quick break. Much more when we come back. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now streaming exclusively on Max, a new CNN flash talk about the album that has Nashville talking, Call Me Country, Beyonce and Nashville's Renaissance. Watch it at max.com slash callmecountry. Max subscription required.